VOC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabira Sheikh Yassar. Only on the voice 14 of the after 8 is breakfast. We all over your wireless until about 9 o'clock this morning, inshallah. In the final stretch of the show, can you believe it? Time flies when you're having fun, hey? Well, um, I don't get this often, to be very honest with you, because of COVID-19. I've got to limit the, limit the amount of people that gets into studio, etc., etc. But this time around, we managed to get the master himself. He's in studio with us this morning. What am I talking about? South African Kung Fu Master and Martial Arts World Champion MJ Lee. He released a book last year called Kung Fu, My Journey, The History, which was a very inspiring tale about his experiences uh, experiences in traveling and, uh, you know, the world during his Kung Fu training and tournaments. And the book basically delves into important life lessons and finding your passion. Well, he's got a second book coming out soon, and I can't wait, to be very honest with you, to get into that book as well especially now with covid i mean where am i gonna go i can't even go read the book on the beach you know for that matter so i might as well just stay at home and just get into that book um uh, mr mj lee assalamu alaikum walaikum salam uh, thanks to you tasneem and voice of the cape for having me once again in studio always an honor it's on, it's only our pleasure mj mj said now the first book right um mm. uh, tell us you know how did that go what, what inspired you to first i mean people know you you know in the kung fu industry and they and they know how active you are they know you to be on television television and radio and all that and now this guy goes and he goes to pen a book you know and um, what inspired you let's start there before we get even get into the second book even you know august last year let's let's just quickly reflect i was in pe it yeah. was about a week before my mom passed on you linked up with me while i was in pe Correct. and i was busy putting the f- the finishing touches to part one and you chatted to me about that and i said the book will be dedicated to my mom because she was critically ill at that time i arrived back in cape town from pe and three days later she'd passed on so I prayed to the Almighty to grant her a very high place in Jannah she was an amazing woman and part one was dedicated to her naturally because she was my source of inspiration Mm. and then you spoke to me when you were pretty much like knee deep into level four level five a couple (laughs) of months ago and you chatted to me about part two and I said inshallah hopefully November December And here we are uh, right now. I embarked on a journey more than 22 years ago to study Kung Fu, started in Cape Town, and then got the amazing opportunity to train in China, the home of martial arts. Trained at the Shaolin Temple, got five amazing opportunities to represent my country, and the rest is history. But the journey for me was about firstly becoming an athlete and wanting to compete against the best in the world, being an ambassador of of my country and being an ambassador of my way of life proudly. not knowing that I would get to pen uh, a book and now two and then also then be given an opportunity to focus on traditional Chinese medicine, health and wellness because I was introduced to those studies, acupuncture, acupressure, mm. Chinese dry cupping some years back. And when we got into lockdown, it gave me an opportunity to complete those studies. And now, still training in martial arts, I'm actually seeing patients now in Goodwood and in Rylands every day oh, uh, wow. with traditional healing. And you should pop by for a complimentary session. Uh, yeah. th- that is my promise to you and my gift can to you, you because you've done quite a bit. Shukran, but can you give me a six-pack? <laughs> <laughs> it will be a work in progress. <laughs> MJ, so, so how did how did the first so now you know you, you pen the book you know it's there it's mm. available to people what was the how did people receive um, the book did you get any feedback any reviews around it uh, I think part one was received very well Alhamdulillah I'm actually very grateful to the many thousands of readers 
across South Africa because we launched in Cape Town, we launched in Joburg, Pretoria, yeah. and then just before lockdown, we were scheduled to launch in Durban and PE. Mm. And then obviously we were confined to our homes, and now with the second wave, we need to also adhere to protocol. Very, very important. Um, and I think in the first four months, we sold over 4,000 copies before wow. the book was even stocked at different outlets across the country, before it became available online. And I think the feedback was just absolutely phenomenal. Mm. Hundreds of youth actually purchased copies of the book, telling me when they got me at a mosque, when I was doing the mosque tour or doing a book signing uh, or launching it somewhere in a city, that they've been following my career for a couple of mm. years, that I've inspired them, etc., etc. And I just look at myself as a humble boy, born in the Boer Cup, you know, grew up in Mitchell's Plain. I really had to fight and scrap hard for what I wanted. I was never given these huge opportunities, but the limited opportunities I had, I really grasped it firmly. I put my head down, focused on what I wanted to achieve and knew that in order for me to become a champion, I'm going to need to work as hard as possible and train in such a way that every ounce of my body has to be devoted to this journey. Mm. So I was literally uh, inspired that people could actually come back to me with this feedback and that they could perhaps share similar uh, experiences as to what I've experienced with my journey, talking about my parents and if right. we still have our parents, let, uh, let's appreciate them. Absolutely. Every day with them that we still have is a major gift from the Almighty and every day above the ground is a huge gift. Let's not squander these blessings. Mm. I'm looking forward, I must be honest already, you know, it just got me there where I'm like, nah, I want to get into the second book already. But I wanted to touch on the mosque tours that you did because I think you and I spoke, um, you know, like you mentioned, you know, when you, when you broke it down, how we spoke and, you know, to get the first book out, etc. And the one thing that you mentioned um, that time already, you know, was, and a lot of people don't know this, and you actually taught this to me, is that there's a very strong connection between, you know, like China and Islam mm. and so forth. Take us through that journey. You know, the, I think the mosque tour just happened also organically uh, because I grew up in Rocklands, Mitchell's Plain. Uh, Molina Sabri Davids from Masjid Uthani uh, just gave me a call one day, said, I believe your book is out. Can you come to the mosque for Jumu'ah and talk about Kung Fu and the history of Islam in China? So I said, well, you know, Sheikh, I'm not an alim. Yeah. I'm just a Kung Fu champion. <laughs> so I said, no, we need you to talk about that. And it then evolved into a formal tour where I even did mosques in Johannesburg and Pretoria. Oh, wow. And I did 30 mosques where I spoke at Jumu'ah about the history of Islam in China. But I touched on it very briefly in part one. Mm. And hence the reason for part two. Part nice. two, firstly, is dedicated to my beloved father, Sheikh Abdullah Jafika, who passed away um, early in Feb mid-February, about three weeks before we went into lockdown. I started writing part two and I sat with chapter one. My father, the hero. Wow. And he was still alive, but he was critically ill. A week after I started painting part one, he passed away. And mm -hmm. to me, I knew that beyond a shadow of doubt, this book has to be dedicated to him. Because he was an amazing individual. A warrior was a silent individual and a warrior, always putting deep thought into whatever he did. Mm. And he lived in this world like a traveler not being fixated on material trappings, a very simple, humble man. So in part two, I focused on diplomatic missions to China and Africa undertaken by the Sahaba, the companions of the Prophet Muhammad. So, so there's a very detailed chapter in part two now. Uh, 
the untold history. We I talk about Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas radiallahu an, mm. uh, known as Wukeshu, uh, Ja'far bin Abi Talib, uh, known as Baytali, Hassan bin Harith, Hasha Kesu, Uwais Karni Huwaitsi, as well as Thabit ibn Qais radiallahu an, uh, known as Gaishi in China. Mm. That there were two important diplomatic missions that took place to China. One during the lifetime of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam before the Battle of Badr. And Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas radiallahu an, who is known as the father who brought Islam to China. Uh, he interacted, I think he executed the trifecta, meeting the father the son, the grandson, Gaozhu, Taizong, Gaozong. So these were the three Tang Dynasty emperors. Mm. So Sa'ad then interacted with all three. So the first mission was a diplomatic mission. And then during the Hilafah of Sayyidina Uthman, radiallahu anh, shortly after 650, he was sent back to China because uh, uh, Khalifa Uthman anh, was expanding the Islamic territories eastwards. Mm. And he then called Sa'ad, so to speak, out of retirement. And when he got back to China shortly after 650, the grandson had now been ruling the imperial court, Gao Zhong. Right. And after that second diplomatic mission, uh, an official Muslim embassy was set up in Guangzhou, and that is known as the Fanfeng. So therefore there is a mosque in China that was built in 627, 628, known as the Hua Yixing Mosque. And the Tang Emperor built this mosque in honor of Muhammad and Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas. So I've gone into detail in respect of this history. Nice. There is a lot that readers can actually look forward to. Mm. There's one special chapter that talks about the Chinese Muslim Grand Masters of Kung Fu. Um, and I've highlighted four. One, Ma Sianda Haji Mahmoud. Mm. He was a trainer and teacher of Jet Li between 1980 and 1982. Oh, wow. He trained over 10,000 Kung Fu athletes. He passed away about six years ago from the city of Xi'an, deeply religious Sunni practicing Muslim, who was China's youngest ninth level grandmaster of Kung Fu. Mm. And then Wang Ziping, who was the original silver fox of Chinese martial arts. For more than 50 years, he was the undefeated full contact champion and yet, he was a Chinese Muslim. So there's a lot of history that I've actually gone into. I'm hoping that the readers find benefit in part two, inshallah. Now, I'm sure they will, inshallah. So talk to us. So when is part two coming out, at least? Okay, so I've got the official uh, sample copy in studio now this morning. Okay. Um, and we are releasing limited edition copies because what is going to be found in this limited edition will not be found when the books get stocked. Uh, okay. on the shelves early in January. The book will also be available on Amazon early in 2021 and take a lot. So there's something special in here, even for kids. There's like an MJ Lee uh, Adventures Kung Fu cartoon oh, nice. that teaches our kids and teens a little bit of lessons that martial yeah. arts actually has taught me. So I'm hoping to share that with our younger uh, readers. So we've got limited edition um, pre-orders. People can actually pre-order their copies right now. Mm. Uh, it will be available for collection in Goodwood and in Rylands where I'm practicing acupuncture every day. I've got two consult rooms. Um, and if the listeners of Voice of the Cape and your show, Gulam, if they actually pre-order a copy now, they will get it at a discounted price of 180 Rand and they will get a free 35-minute acupressure wellness massage that releases tension, pain, aches, strengthens wow. the immune system. 
also provides a safety from colds and flus mm. in this troubled time. And it's an ancient practice that the Chinese have introduced me to, which is over 3,000 years old. So that's a special that you just need to contact Salma immediately because we've got limited copies of this limited edition available immediately. Right. I've got 30 seconds, a number that people can call you on, MJ. Okay. So for the limited edition copies, they can just call or WhatsApp Salma on 081 seven double one one two double one or they can just pop an email MJ Lee Kung Fu at gmail.com the book is available immediately the untold history and I want us to really treasure our health mm. it is our primary wealth if COVID has taught us any lessons it is about the importance of us actually looking after this body and this health that the Almighty has blessed us with we need to look after that and be healthier and stronger come 2021, inshallah. Great stuff. MJ Lee, shukran for your time this morning. I'm looking forward to getting to that book, that number again. Oh, at one seven double one one two double one. if you want to place that order. He, just, he actually just made a very good deal for you, right? For a discounted date of 180 bucks. Call Salman now, and you also get a 35-minute um, session. Acupressure. Yeah. Acupressure. Acupressure. Pressure. Yes. There we go. I always get tongue twisted if we don't have coffee in the morning. MJ, shukran so much for your time. All of the very best, inshallah, and all of the very best to your book. Inshallah. Shukran so much.